So we're going back to school. It's time to send our kids back to school. If you're a mom, you might feel like you're getting your life back. If you're a teacher, you're ready to kick it into high gear. And as we've been thinking about this over the last half of the summer, we've talked about summer reading and all that our kids have, you know, put in front of them to prepare them for the new year. And as I started considering this, I was asking myself, what I, what am I learning for the next stage of life? What am I studying and getting better at to take me into this new season? Whether it's in leadership or marriage or parenthood of two kids, uh, there's so much to learn. And I think that the identif- one of the identifiers of a great leader is being someone who's willing to learn constantly. So we're going to unpack what I've learned recently, and I'm excited to share it with you. And let's dig in. Welcome to Honey Hush, the podcast for up-and-coming and established leaders alike. Every week, we discuss how to win influence with one simple strategy, kindness. Whether you are a successful entrepreneur or still in the dream phase, Honey Hush is for you. Now, here are your Hive hostesses, three Southern businesswomen who know a thing or two about using honey to attract the bees, Lacey, Michelle, and Elizabeth. Let's talk summer reading. I shared that I've been reading a book called Atomic Habits by James Clear throughout a lot of this summer, and I've enjoyed it so much, and it's not something I would have ever picked up on my own. It's not something that I would have ever chosen to learn about or probably read in general, but it's really been transformative in just showing me that although by nature I'm not a habitual person, um, structure does not come naturally to me. Even though those things might be true about who I am naturally, it doesn't have to make it it true for the rest of my life or especially to improve upon things that I really need to improve upon. Structure can be good. Habits can be great. And I'm so thankful to have this as a tool to continue to reference as I start to try to put healthier habits into place to make my life more simple and less complicated and less chaotic. And so I want to just talk to you about a very small part of this book that I've kind of even expanded upon in my mind that I think is so applicable to so many things that I've shared with you here before on the podcast. And I know that my my content generally goes to leadership, and that's because in this season of life, in the last really two years, that's what I've been learning about. That's what I've been a sponge of. That's what I've really been trying to put my time and energy into becoming better at because I feel like there's so many qualities about leadership that really spill over into every area of life. If you are a good leader of people around you or if you have influence over others, it's going to eventually make me a better parent. It's going to help me help my kids do the same thing. Um, It's going to help me respect my husband as a leader more. And so leadership for me has really spilled over into all areas of my life. And I think that's why I land back on this topic all the time. But the specific thing that was mentioned in the book, and if you have not read the book yet or if you don't own the book, I really encourage you to to go grab it and just see what parts of it apply to you. I'm not going to be sharing specifically from the book today. This is more just kind of an idea that's a general idea in the book, and I'm going to kind of expand upon it from other things that I've learned from other places. And so this is definitely my – these are my words and my thoughts. And if you do read the book, I'd love to know what you think, and and maybe you get this out of it, and maybe you don't. But an idea was, later on in the book, was talking about not being distracted by smaller um, goals and accomplishments on the way to a bigger goal. 
And the idea is that, you know, habits are so important because habits give us consistency and they build structure to our lives. And we need habits desperately to accomplish certain things in life, especially in an efficient way. I know that for me in business, if I don't have habits built in to the way that I do my business, there's going to be things for me that drop through the cracks. Maybe those are actions that I do every day, but maybe they're automations. Maybe it's using technology to help and support me. Um, maybe it is, you know, accountability and communication with people around me and my mentors who help me and keep me accountable. They can look like all different things, and my world of habits may not look anything like yours, and that's fine. But I think this idea of creating habits around trying to achieve success and then getting distracted by smaller goals that you might accomplish that are going to prohibit you or could prohibit you from not reaching a larger goal is so fascinating. And this is something that I've thought a lot about over the last few days, and I just kind of want to share my thoughts with you. So, And then we'll also kind of include a fun activity together because I think this, this would be fun to do. But I want you to think about what is What's the big picture in your life? And that is really broad. Maybe it is you want to have a big family. Maybe it's a certain job. Maybe it's a certain type of job within a bigger job. Maybe you have these goals in mind, but I want you to think about goals for a second in the sense of, like, the biggest and the best. What would be best-case scenario? What's the biggest you can dream? Well, when you land on whatever that idea is, and for me – and my job is pretty specific, um, which would bore you, so I won't share that with you. But I have a really specific idea in my mind for what I want my job to look like. But it's a really big goal. It's massive. And so if that's where I have my attention on and I know that that is what I'm going to try to achieve, I'm going to have to stair step to get there, right? And I think that what can happen is when we put specific habits in place and we learn new abilities and you know, we're growing and we start to accomplish some of these stair steps or we we start taking steps up this ladder, I think what can happen sometimes is we get up, you know, four or five steps on the ladder and the view has gotten so much better, right? It's so much better than ground level. And so I'm looking out and at what I can see and if I look for long enough, I might get really comfortable there and I might go, gosh, I really love this view. <laughs> this is awesome. This is so much better than ground level. And so I'm going to stick it out here for a while. But maybe I've forgotten what the view would be like or what would be happening at the very top. And with the top, I don't mean the top being the best in your field or I don't mean the top being the highest paid. I mean the top being what is your goal? What is your best case scenario? What is the biggest you can dream? And that's what's sitting at the top of the ladder. And so do you ever find yourself in a setting yourself a goal? And then achieving goals on the way there and then getting to a place where, honestly, you're just content. And I think contentment needs to be a part of our life. And that's something I'm learning as a seven on the Enneagram, once again, is contentment is not does not come naturally to me. I feel like I'm always chasing and grinding after the next thing or the next experience. But I need to learn how to step back and sit where I am and be content with what I have and be joyful about that. I think that's so important, and I think that's a little different than what I'm talking about here today. I think that what can happen on this ladder of achievement, if we've set ourselves ourselves really big goals, is that we can get to a place where we become content and we're satisfied and we're excited to meet that goal. 
But if we stay there long enough and we forget about the goals in front of us, mainly that biggest big idea goal, then that contentment can actually turn into complacency. And that's what we don't want to happen. And so often I talk to people who are struggling to get to the next step in their growth, whatever that looks like, might look like for you. And I'm learning that it's because they've forgotten that they've lost sight of their biggest goal. What is your biggest goal? And then working backwards from that to figure out, okay, we have to develop an action plan around our biggest goal. And we have to use the momentum from accomplishing those actions and checking those actions off of the list to get to the next action that we accomplish and then the next and then the next. And we have to understand that all of this, including all of these really healthy habits that hopefully we're developing around this, we have to understand that those are all a huge puzzle and parts of the puzzle to getting to accomplish what we've set out to accomplish in the beginning. You know, I have a friend who says, you know, you can't, you don't change your goal. Your goal doesn't change. Um, you change your actions to meet the goal. So before I have gotten to a place where I set a really big goal that I knew was way bigger than I could accomplish. I knew I probably could not hit that, so whatever, if it was sales or whatever. But I got I still got higher than I had the, the month previous. And the truth is, I still didn't hit the goal. Just because I did a good job or, you know, hit a number that maybe I hadn't previously, that doesn't mean I don't change my goal to adjust it to fit my accomplishment. We have to remember that if you're goal-oriented, if you are really trying to um, meet a certain whatever you, that you set for yourself, that, that doesn't change. And you have to, like, allow yourself to fail and learn that sometimes you are going to fail. Sometimes when you don't hit a goal, you still learned a whole lot through it. It can still be an incredibly positive experience. And you use the things you learn from that to create more momentum, to create more action, to eventually create the things that are going to allow you to meet success in that. So I just think that, and I want to share a personal story about this because I think this is going to help put things in perspective. But as I'm sharing this, I want you to find something in your own life and in your own heart that you're trying to accomplish. What's the biggest of the biggest goal? And where are you now? Are you in a place where you're pretty content and you're happy with the way things are, but you're still not at that place? And are, is it because you're truly content and you're satisfied, or have you become complacent? And I think the way to decide that is have you found a place where you have genuine happiness and joy out of what you're doing and your heart does not feel any frustration or like you're not succeeding because you're happy, you're content, maybe you love your paycheck, maybe you love the people you're working with, and you're just fine, and maybe that's just the truth. Or do you feel all those feelings, but you still feel stuck? And if you're still feeling stuck, I think that's how you know that you're at a place where maybe your contentment has turned to complacency. And I don't want you to feel stuck. I want you to feel like you're able to take all the momentum and all of the action that you're in and all the things that you're accomplishing to continue to keep the ball rolling to get to the place that you really want to be. So a story about this is that uh, and it's no secret to you guys because you were right here with me, uh, was incredibly sick in the first part of this pregnancy. In February, March, April, and May of this year, I was really out of commission. I was not able to um, work very much. I honestly, was pretty much from the bed to the bathtub, back to the bed, back to the bathtub, and I was really trying to survive. I was in the hospital several times. Um, I lost a ton of weight. If you have ever experienced um, HD in pregnancy, or if you have a friend who has, then you know 
the the depth of what I'm talking about. It is something that is it truly just takes you out, and that is where where I was. But before that, I had built my business, my beauty counter business, and everything that I do on a daily basis every day um, to a really great place, and was loving people that I was working with. And in April, um, because of the work that I had done in the months previous, and it's kind of one of those, you know, we're kind of in a delayed gratification world now, not just my job, but I think all of us, you know, most people are working today for your paycheck or for your productivity three to six months from now, right? And so that's kind of what had happened. It actually came at a great time. I didn't do a lot of work in February, March, and April, but those were some of my most successful months in my job and in my business. And a lot of things that seeds that I planted and things that I put into place in the month past were kind of coming to fruition without me having to do a lot of especially work outside the home because that was not going to be an option. And what I found was I hit a, a really incredible promotion title in April, and it felt so good. It felt like, gosh, I'm able to be so sick in this bed, not be able to leave my house, not be able to do many of the things that I would normally be doing to support either my customers or my team or my friends or hold educational events, whatever it, it be that I would normally have done. I couldn't do any of that, yet I still was achieving because of my hard work previous. And I will be very honest, I got very, very content with that. And although I wasn't able to do much much work in May, because I wasn't still using just momentum from success that I was seeing, I was sitting in the success rather than using the momentum out of that to continue to grow. And I saw some of my most challenging months following that that I've ever had in this business. And I can look back and, and think of the time, you know, that that happened and say, gosh, I, I sat there and I felt what that felt like. And it felt great, and I was super happy with it, and my husband was so thankful for it. And together, that was just, that was awesome. And we, we had, there was a lot of joy around that. But it still wasn't my biggest goal. It still wasn't what I want for my family. It still wasn't all the way to the top of the ladder for me. And again, for what I've set for myself, not for what anyone else has set for me. And so understanding that and looking back and seeing how differently I could have done things um, from a communication standpoint, you know, I, I couldn't do a lot physically, but I could have communicated better. I couldn't, you know, do many things in person or leave the house very much, but I could have facilitated other people doing that and been more helpful in that. There's uh, so many things I can look back and see that I could have taken advantage of the momentum there and turned that into more fruit in my business and in my professional life over the summer this summer. And so it's been a really big lesson to understand that I do have a goal in mind. My goal hasn't changed. I set this goal for myself a year and a half ago and for our family, and I'm, that's still the goal. I just have to work out the pieces of the puzzle on reminding myself constantly, what is that goal? And then figuring out what does the action plan look like to achieve it? And when I break that down, I can't stop along the ladder as I'm achieving those things. I have to instead let those steps fuel me to get to the next one. And so... Here's your homework for today. Here's your action plan. I want you to write out your biggest goal. So grab a piece of paper and a pen. And what is the best of the best? What can you dream up? And what do you really want to see happen in your professional life, in your personal life? This does not have to be about money or finances or financial gain. This can be anything that you want it to be. But what is the best case scenario? What's the biggest, biggest thing you can dream up? 
write it down. And I want you to write it down as if it's already happened. So maybe this is two years from now, and this is just what life looks like. You've accomplished this. And then in the story that you're writing yourself, I want you to write how you did it. I did X, Y, Z, which led to this, which led to this, and I met my biggest goal of this. And then through that, you're going to pull out your action plan, and then that's what you're going to kind of bullet point down at the bottom. Here's your list of actions that you're going to accomplish in order to meet your biggest goal. And when you have that in front of you, when you know that you can't stop at meeting the first goal, instead that becomes the fuel to meet the second goal. And instead that becomes the fuel to meet the third goal rather than just getting comfortable on the second stair step and so on and so forth. So I hope that that is a helpful picture of how you can use your momentum to accomplish your goal versus getting stuck, getting stuck in these gaps of contentment that turns into complacency. And I think that if we do this together, we're going to see a lot of change. We're going to see a lot of really great change, and, and maybe it's going to be success in the form of your health. Maybe that's, you know, a goal that you want to accomplish. Give yourself the time to do it. Give yourself the stair steps to get there, and don't get stuck along the way. Maybe it is financial. Maybe your family needs a financial revolution, and that's something that you can take on in a way that doesn't further take you away from your family. What does that picture look like, and what do the stair steps look like to get there? Don't get stuck on the way. Use them as momentum and fuel to get there. Maybe it's developing better habits around a quiet time and a deeper relationship. For me, I'm really, really focused on trying to get back for myself just in a quiet time in a place where I can fill my cup. You know, my face is super important, and I know it is for Michelle and Elizabeth as well. And that's a place where I've not been pouring into my own heart just through Scripture and other sources. That's a that's another goal on the list for me. What are the habits we put in place to get there and to not get complacent again or get stuck along the way to what our biggest goal is? So I hope that is helpful. I hope that you can understand the difference in just saying, hey, here's my goal. I'm going to set this goal. And maybe we don't ever even revisit that. But instead, creating and painting this picture for yourself and what that would look like and then writing out those action steps of what the journey is going to look like to get there, not allowing yourself to get stuck, and instead using all that momentum to accomplish what you could never have imagined before because you did that really well. I hope this is helpful to you. would love to know your thoughts and how you feel like this relates to your life. You can find us on Instagram, social media, and if there's anything at all that we can do to encourage you or help you along the way, We would love to do that. We will see you on the next episode of Honey Hut.